Hey guys, it's Brianna, and you are listening to Oh Brother, Your Favorite Big Brother Podcast, and I am here with Christina again. Hello. Christina has been on the podcast a few times before and once so far this season, so we are excited to talk about episodes 12, 13, and 14 with you. Um, We got the whole week to cover, so we are... I don't want to use the word excited because I'm not excited, to be totally honest. Um... We are ready. That's what I'll say. We're ready. Episode 12 starts off with everybody arguing about the fact that basically what Nick wanted to happen didn't happen. So they got blindsided. And Sam goes to Christy because he feels like he looks really dumb. Um, Nick yells at Sis and everyone else in the boat room. Basically about how they feel really betrayed and I mean rightfully so yeah I just I mean I get it but I don't feel bad but I do understand why they felt so blindsided I mean I get like I think Nick's reasoning was very like valid like if Mm -hmm. I were him and you think you're like I was talking to my mom about this because I got her to watch the show and I think that when you're in a house and you have been in an alliance with people for so long, like since the very beginning almost, it's kind of hard to tell when they're like lying or acting distant because you still don't know them that well, but you have been talking to them for so long. So it's like hard to tell if they're not telling the truth or being completely honest. So I mean, I get where he felt blindsided, but then Bella just got all defensive versus Nick who was saying, you have to understand where I'm coming from. And I think that's the biggest difference between them two is she's more defensive and he's kind of more like, this is how I feel and using I statements and stuff like that. Right. I understand why they felt blindsided, but I also don't feel bad at the same time. Um, I, I, mean, I feel bad a little bit for Nick, but he should know that I get him and Bella love each other, whatever. But him associating with her, he knows comes with its negatives. Definitely. And I think that's where it really nipped him because he could have gotten back in with the six, I think, if it weren't for her mm-hmm. or that he was aligned with her. But I don't know. I think it's just difficult. Yeah, definitely. Jackson tells Nicole who kept her safe. And honestly, the whole time I was just wondering what the hell he was wearing. Jackson? Yeah. He had that like. Was that the turtleneck night? Yeah, he had that like turtleneck thing on. And I was like, bro. What are you doing? I couldn't listen I to a word. He I didn't saying. mind the turtleneck. I didn't like the color. I thought the color was really weird. It was like too close to a skin color. And it was like a cream. It just didn't look good. It made him look red. With his head shape, it doesn't exactly condone. Um, his jaw. Yeah, his head shape does not condone uh, turtlenecks. So um, then we see Kat is really, really sad that David doesn't come back. Because I think her and David had like a pretty good connection. At least they established a pretty good connection while he was in Camp Comeback. And then, of course, he doesn't come back. So she's, like, crying. But she doesn't want anyone else to think that she's upset that they're there. She's just upset that he's not there. Which I think is fine. I get it. Yeah. Um, That's because she's not really close with anyone in the house, really. I mean, at that point. Right. Um, And then Jackson sort of tries to smooth things over with Cliff. Which... I mean, I get it, like, do your game thing, but I don't know. I guess 
I guess it worked for him in the long run because Cliff um, inevitably did come into power immediately after that. So it was smart for him to go to Cliff and like just talk it out. Yeah. I agree. So then we have the patch perfect HOH competition in which uh, house guests need to answer questions based on the patches that a- appear on the screen. But I kind of liked uh, the way they did it because they made it almost like this um, competition was a little bit more urgent because two players are eliminated no matter what based on the correct answers, but also timing. So even if everybody answers the questions all right, if you're the last per or if you're one of the last two people to answer, you still get eliminated. So I kind of yeah. like that little twist on the normal. Thought it was interesting. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it gets down to Cliff and Jack, and obviously Cliff wins it, which I was not that shocked by because like it was a mental comp, and I feel like also the way the they ones- were editing. Yeah. Um. Cliff really had the comeback kid story, um, considering he was blindsided by his eviction, then became a part of Camp Comeback, then, after becoming a part of Camp Comeback, wins the HOH competition, and or wins the Camp Comeback competition, and not even just wins it, he fucking crushed it. That guy... Got all six balls in the end of his like little receptacle thing before the three minutes were even up. So I was like, "Damn, son!" Yeah, and the only person who got one was Ovi. He had one. Yeah, everyone else had none. I would have liked to see Kemi come back. I really would have. Yeah, I, I would have liked for to David. see her come back. Pull, kind of a Davon, but not a Davon. Like not as crazy of her. But I would have liked to see her come back. Get. Bella back for what she did. I think that would have been a way to send her home mm-hmm. and then go after Jack. Yeah, of course. I think that would have I been. I know. Really I would have liked to see Kemi come back. I just think if she did, I don't think she would have gotten very far because she had such a huge target on her back. No, I think she would have stayed for like two weeks, three max. However, if David got back in the house, I think he had a very good foundation to make it a lot further in the game. So, oh, yeah. but nope. There's a new sheriff in town, Boss Hog. <laughs> I died when he said that. <laughs> you don't say that about yourself. There's a new sheriff in town, and his name is Cliff Hog. But if you want, you could just call me Boss. Mic drop. Relax, buddy. Relax. I did the movie, what is it, Wild Hogs? With John Travolta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, he's that, like, he's that dorky guy. Oh, shoot. What's his name? Dwight or something? Is his name Dwight? Did I make that up? From The Office? (laughs) No, from from Wild Hogs. (laughs) Isn't isn't that what the character's name is? I've only seen that movie once. Oh, well. I wouldn't want to watch that movie more than once. I mean, look at John Travolta's Botox. I don't think you'd want to watch that more than one time. (laughs) But, But, um, any himself. but I think Cliff... I think he did good coming back in the house, winning those two comps. But oh, yeah. he's just the worst HOH. Yeah, really. Holy moly, this guy. The only person oh, who's a worse HOH say, is Nick. His name was not Kelly. It, that's his daughter. Yeah, because I remember you were talking about it. And I go, 
It's Sharon. Mm-hmm. So correction, <laughs> correction. I think I talked about this on the last podcast episode and potentially on TV co um, during a live stream, but Kelly Hogg is his daughter and Sharon's his wife and Daniel's his son. So in case you needed a full family tree of the, Hogg, the family, Hogg family, I got you. But yeah, yeah. Cliff does his little victory ta- dance and he's talking about, oh, there's a new sheriff and in town. Did, like- yeah, okay, so he pretends to, like, rip his shirt when he wins stuff. I'm like, buddy, if you're going to do that, you need to actually rip the shirt. Like, it's not cool if you don't his actually rip the shirt. His face makes me so uncomfortable when he does that. Yeah. I'm just like, no. <laughs> oh, no, I can't unsee that. <laughs> Good old club. You can't unsee that, or you can't unsee him shaking his ass at the, their fashion show. We'll get there. We'll get there, because I, I have a funny it. comment about that. They showed it in the episode. Oh, when he made the hat, the helmet, yes. No, 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 no. After that, when he walked in with his cape and his underwear, and he turned around, he was shaking his butt. I didn't see that. That happened. Where was I? <laughs> we will get there. We will get All there. Right. But, but it happened. So immediately after winning HOH, he tells Nick, look, you're safe. Like, I'm not targeting you guys. Bella and Nick are happy that one of the, the six shooters is going to go up. I, too, was very happy. Um... And then we see Cliff, Kat, Nicole, and Jess kind of make an alliance. But if your alliance involves Jess, I feel like it's not a real alliance. Jess is nothing in this game. Jess doesn't do anything. I think me sewing would be more entertaining than her playing this game. Yeah, Jess. She just sits there and goes, I can't believe Bella did that. Mm -hmm. That was like three years ago, girl. Get back in the game. (laughs) No one knows. I don't even know her last name. Anyone know her last name? Actually, Milagros. I don't know anyone's last name. Jess Milagros. I know that much because people thought it was fun to say her last name. But the thing about Jess is she's not, not even she's not even a floater. Like they say, floaters grab grab a light life vest. No, she's like a lamp. Get a lampshade, Jess. You're a piece of furniture. You do nothing. Like honestly, my mom when she came on the TV, my mom goes, "I'd like to see Jess win it." Oh wait, that's Jess. She's stupid. I went, <gasps> but I said, I- honestly, I forgot she was in the game until halfway yeah. through the episode. They uh-huh. don't show her. She doesn't do anything. No. Like I remember seeing on like one of the update accounts that I think it was Sis. They mm-hmm. said that she was in the diary room for like two days. Like they didn't call her there at all. Gosh. And I was like, oh, yeah, I saw that. I, I saw that. Jess, I bet Jess does that all the time. And she's like, mm. eh, who cares? There's nothing to talk about with her. So, yeah, essentially the Cliff, Cat, Nicole, and Jess alliance is basically just Cliff, Cat, and Nicole. And even Cliff sort of says he's only teaming up with these people because he kind of has no other options at this point. And he doesn't well, necessarily he trust. Yeah, and he doesn't necessarily trust them aside from Nicole. So, um, I'm glad Nicole has someone. I'm really glad she does. Yeah, same. Nicole's a nice, nice person. She seems. I I hope that Nicole wins it. I I really I want Cat to win an H O H to see what she does. Like yeah. I know she would put Cliff or Cat or Jess up, but I want to see how she goes about things and how yeah. she handles people campaigning and talking to her about stuff. I want to see her play some Big Brother. That's all I want to see. Exactly, and I think if she wins, Nick will definitely be upper butt. So then Jackson comes up with his master plan, which at first I was like, you're a fucking idiot. But then when I started thinking about it, I was like, actually, it's risky, but it's kind of smart. Um, so Jackson suggests that he go up as a pawn, win the veto, and then Christy can use her power on him, replace himself with Nick or Bella, ensuring that one of them goes home. And at first I was like, buddy, the first rule of Big Brother, you never 
ever, ever offer to be a pawn. However, well, Cliff beat him to that game. True. Cliff already did that, and we talked about it. Not a good move. Never a good move. However, because of the power, I feel like it made a little bit more sense this time around. And so he does. He goes to Cliff about his plan, and he's he's like, look, everybody knows Christy has this power. So I wanted to come to you and let you know that if you want to put me up as a pawn, please do. Um, but just know that the purpose for this is that we want Christy to use her power. Christy comes up, reveals her power to Cliff, which I guess like after that, everybody in the house knew about it. Um, And they sort of solidify this little plan. But I think they thought, I don't think they knew that Cliff was going to put up both Jack and Jackson. Um, But to be honest, yeah, I don't think they they didn't because Jackson talked about it in one of the diary room interviews. And he said, The deal was for him to put me up as a pawn with someone else next to me, that not being someone from our group, especially Jack. Right. So I think they were under, I don't think they talked about it specifically who would Mm -hmm. go up next to him, but I think he definitely said, put me up as a pawn, I'll win and I'll put Bella up against whoever's there and we're going to vote Bella home. I think he thought that Cliff would put up like Nicole or yeah. Jess, probably Jess, but or a cat or somebody. Or a cat, exactly. I don't think they would have thought he'd put up Jack, but um so of course he does nominate Jack and Jackson. I think they're a little blindsided by it, but also they both had the opportunity to play in veto because both of them were up. So I mean it gave them better odds for their plan to work, which is kind of dumb on Cliff's part if he's trying to get Jack out. Can we talk about how pathetic Jack's power was? Oh my God, we're going to get there. I have a whole section of notes about that. We're almost there. But before we talk about that, one thing that I really wanted to mention that happened in episode 12, the fucking cucumber. Oh, my! I I sat there and I go, it's not that weird. Like I would walk out with like a bowl of broccoli when I go to watch Bachelor Olympics. With my friends in the lobby at our dorm. But I didn't know they were sharing it. He brought it into the toilet with him. That was gross. He takes the cucumber, goes into the toilet with it. And I think Jack had asked him, hey, can you wash this for me or something? So he he brings it with him, decides, oh, well, I'm here. I might as well take a piss. Brings the cucumber into the toilet. Wait, wait, why would he bring it into the bathroom to wash it anyways? Maybe he just decided he had to take a pit stop pee anyway. So he was like, I'll just wash it in here. But he brings it into the toilet, then comes out of the toilet, brings it over the sink, washes his hands and the cucumber simultaneously, then chomps on it on his way back and then hands it to Jack and he starts eating it. I was like, you people are some kind of gross. Yeah, man. Y'all ever heard of hygiene? I think that should be a meme. Something about a cucumber. Like, we'll make it one. Right. So then we get to episode 13 where it opens with Tommy crying like a little baby about Jack and Jackson being nominated. Then Christy comes in and joins in on the crying and then Jack comes in and joins in on the crying. And it was the most disgusting moment ever. When I first saw Tommy crying, it made it seem like I was sitting here like, oh my God, did they not show the diary room part? 
did something happen to one of his family members? Did something happen? And then all of a sudden, Chrissy walks in and he goes, it wasn't supposed to happen like this. I'm like, what? And then Jack walks in and he's like, oh, don't be upset. He's like, it's you two, though. And I'm like, like, why are you so dramatic? Like, Tommy's one of my favorites. He's a sweetheart. And he's but, in a really good place in the game, but bro, buddy. I hands down think that Tommy is in the best position. Yeah, I agree. Out of anybody in the house. I agree with that. No one hates him. He's Everyone likes him. Yet he's on the powerful side of the house. Mm-hmm. Like, no one, he doesn't have any blood on his hands, nothing. Totally agree. But why are you crying over this knockoff, backwards-ass Aquaman who just got put up on the block? Like, you don't need to shed any tears for him. It's not like you're going home anyways. Right. Like, relax. So, of course, Bella is very thankful and goes to Cliff and basically says, thanks so much for putting them up. Someone had to do it. Like, I'm so glad that it was you. Blah, 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 blah. Basically, she's just glad that she's safe or she thought she was safe. Which I do appreciate that Cliff made the move to put the two of them up. Obviously, we know that he didn't Didn't follow follow through. through. But at least he, he tried. Um... So then we get the have-nots. You briefly touched on uh, the Jackson eating disorder <gasps> drama. <laughs> um, you briefly touched on the Jackson eating disorder drama, but um, we can talk a little bit more about it here. Essentially, Tommy, Cat, Christy, and Mickey are chosen for have-nots, and I don't believe I... they showed it in the episode, but I think Jackson was the only person who volunteered. I heard that they all volunteered. Oh, maybe they like, did. They, like, not knowing that Slop was coming up, but I think they said, hey, if like, it ever comes up, like, whatever, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. I heard they all did, but the only one I think they showed was Jackson. Yeah. I could be, I don't know if that's actually true, but I heard that they all kind of volunteered or, like, didn't mind. So the drama is that um, they didn't show it in any of the episodes, at least not yet. And at this point, if they haven't shown it, I don't think they're going to. Basically, Jackson has been going against the rules of being a have-not. He's been eating, sneaking food into the shower to eat it. He's been putting sugar on his slop. Basically, just disobeying the rules. Can't put um, sugar or anything? No, you can't do anything to it. Just take it how it is. Um, so the whole drama around it is that typically when a house guest goes against the rules there's some sort of punishment so either they get put up as a nominee um a punish as a punishment they lose a, their vote um something something happens to where they're punished for not following the rules however apparently Jackson tells the DR that he is struggling with an eating disorder and binge eating is a real thing. Like it's a legitimate eating disorder and considering his behavior in the house, I'm no doctor or therapist or whatever, but it does seem like he is struggling with something. So I'm not going to say whether or not he has an eating disorder, but I think that's not even like that's besides the point. The point is when you sign up for big brother, there's literally a clause when you sign up that says, I am mentally and physically capable of participating in all parts of this competition. So if you get in that house and you're experiencing binge eating and you can't help yourself, that's fine, but you need to suffer the consequences of your actions. And so I think that he should be punished for um, disobeying the rules, especially because everybody else who's doing, who's a have not, who's on slop is going with the rules and he's getting a pass for it. 
So I don't know if they're going to do anything about it, but at this point, it seems like they probably won't, but I guess we'll see. I agree. I just don't get why he would volunteer. Yeah, don't volunteer for it if you know you have a problem. Like, I just, I don't understand why you'd volunteer if you have such an eating disorder. Like, it's that big of a deal. Why would you just be like, oh, yeah, I'll do it? Mm -hmm. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand. What was next? So then uh, everybody in the house essentially at this point knows about Christy's power. They're all kind of in the room. How did they find out? Like, after she told Cliff, he told everybody? I think she told everybody. Like, I think she, because she told everyone in her alliance. She told Cliff. And yeah, either either shit and, just got well, around or she Cliff told them. talking to, I think it was Nicole and Kat. Oh, maybe. Something about Could it. Be. I don't remember. Or Bella. Or, I just remember who it was. I was honestly surprised, though. that So they were all in the room, like, talking about the powers. And Jack hadn't told Jackson yet that he had a power. I knew. So, I, I didn't think he was going to say anything. My mom's like, wait, no one knows. I'm like, he didn't tell anybody. No, he did. His- he told Christy and Tommy. No, before that. What do you mean? Like before they were in that room? Yeah, he told Christy and Tommy. Yeah, he, he did. did. Yep. He told Christy and Tommy. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, that's why, because they were all talking about powers. And Jackson was like, who the hell has the other power or whatever? Okay. And Christy okay. like smirked at, at Tommy and Tommy and like said- smirked at Jack. And then Jack couldn't hide it anymore. So they kind of had to tell him about it. But I was well, kind of surprised that he trash, told it, it was trash and like. We're going to talk about that right now. But basically, he – I was surprised that he didn't tell Jackson because he was, like, his number one dude. Yeah, right? Or, yeah. I'm shocked he told Christy and Tommy over Jackson. Right. Um. So then we get to the veto uh, – picking players for the veto competition. Mm-hmm. And initially, Holly and Jessica are chosen, and then Cliff gets house guest choice and chooses Sam. So then Jack's, Jack goes, hold up. The way and, he did it. Yeah, I he activates his chaos power for a redraw. And he thinks he's all, like, you yeah. know, high and mighty or whatever. And um, he even has the audacity when Cliff has to repeat, okay, now we will pick players for the veto competition. He it's goes, again. again. And I'm like, you fucking douchebag. Close your mouth. You got the worst power anyway. Shut up. I'm feeling pretty good about this lineup. I've got Sam and Jessica both up there. Hold up. I choose to activate the chaos power, which allows me to force the HOH and the two nominees to put their chips back in the box and force a redraw. Yeah, buddy! Good job, Jack. Thanks. As the HOH, I will pick first. Again. Yeah, like, your power sucks, and clearly it didn't work because the second POV choice comes up with Kat, Sam again, and Annalise. So, um, basically, it's the exact same situation he would have been in otherwise. Um, So, it was a big waste of a power, and I was very happy about that because I am not a Jack fan. Yeah, I would have rather had Jess play because she can't win. She didn't do anything. Right. And I feel like Holly's a bigger competitor than Annalise is. And so this veto competition. That was funny. Was funny, but I also thought it was kind of stupid. Yeah. Um, it's basically like Lake BB or whatever they keep calling it. And they have the jet skis. And basically there's three buttons. They've done these types of competitions before where like you have to keep the button pressed down. 
But essentially, there's a button on each handlebar, one by your right foot. And so they basically have to strip down their clothes while keeping the buttons pressed. And if they take their hands or feet off the buttons, the time goes quicker. Um, So the more buttons you have your hands and feet off of, the faster the time goes. Um, I thought it was really funny when Jack, the fucking dumbass, took his foot off the thing to, like, brush his clothes out of the way. And then all of a sudden he goes, oh, yeah stupid and puts his foot back on and then after he gets off it and he hits the button and he goes i felt good about that one he literally got the worst time he got 13 minutes and 10 seconds he got the worst time i left hard because that was so funny and i can see myself doing that (laughs) like just being so caught up in it yeah and she's like i think i did good i take stuff like when i take my clothes off or like when i move stuff around I'm like, oh, I got to get that out of the way. So I would just be sitting here like, okay, go over there. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, I have to hold the buttons. Like, I forgot. <laughs> like, I just go get so caught up in what I'm doing that I'm just like, oh. But Oops. the fact that he did that, knew he made a stupid mistake, and then goes, I felt really good about that one. I was like, I buddy, was like, how? Too uh, much confidence. Too much confidence. Who was it? I don't remember if it was Cliff or who it was when they said, I'm just going to get undressed and not worry about the buttons right now. And I'm like, Oh, that was, uh, I think that was Sis, wasn't it? No, she did decent. I have, I have the times down. So, oh, so funny. Mickey won it, obviously, with two minutes and 59 seconds. But Kat was not close, be- not too far oh. behind him. Three minutes and 25 seconds. And Cliff came in third, four minutes, 47 seconds. I was like, damn, Sharon, your boy knows how to take his clothes off. Okay, I see you. I um, thought that it was very smart of Mickey to keep his foot on the button mm-hmm. and slide his pant leg down with his other leg. I'm like, no one else did that. Yeah, I also, saw that when they, he took his jacket off, he took his shirt off at the same time. He just ripped was, it over his head. I was thinking that at the, like earlier at the start of the competition, I'm like, nobody has taken it all off at once. Everyone's mm-hmm. doing like one layer of clothing at a time. I'm like, that's going to be even worse. Yeah, that's going to take forever. But he like thought about it. And I was like, I get it. Full strategy. Uh, sis, Sam, and Jackson, however, came in last. They all came in over nine minutes, so they done messed up. Oh, it was Sam that said that. He was like, I'm not even going to worry about the buttons. I'm just going to take my hands off and do it really fast and put it back on, and I'll be fine. Yeah, I was like... It was Sam, it was Sam. <laughs> um, so obviously at this point, Jackson, or Mickey, if you prefer, wins it and, and takes himself off. I don't call him Mickey. I don't, I don't really call him Mickey either. I, I prefer to him as Jackson. Um... But, of course, we expect him to use the power of veto on himself. He does. But he's also expecting Christy to use her power. However, <laughs> prior to this competition, or prior to the uh, veto ceremony, Christy goes to Cliff and says, Listen, I have this power. You know I have this power. If you don't do what I want you to do, I'm going to use my power regardless and do that. And she essentially says, if you basically do my dirty work for me, I will keep you safe in future weeks and I'll do whatever you want me to do with this power. Basically, she's blowing smoke up his ass, but Cliff goes for it. Idiot. Um, Yeah, I felt like it was a really dumb move because he could have forced her hand. Like, obviously, the outcome would have been the same, but he would have been able to get rid of the power. Um, but he left it in Christie's hands, which is the really thing unfortunate. Is, I do understand Cliff's reasoning for doing it because, yeah. because after seeing the whole episode and seeing him try to talk with Jack and Jackson and Christie, they seem to want to work with him. 
ejaculated. Yeah, did. And I think it would have made him a bigger target mm-hmm. again if he were to make Christy use the power. Because then all that six would have been had another reason to be like, we don't trust you. I agree. Versus, versus him just helping them out a little bit. Because it's not like he's making a big enemy. Like he, he kind of did with Nick a little bit. But Nick can't afford to have an enemy right now. Mm-hmm. But I don't I know. Think, I think that for, for Cliff's own personal game, maybe it's a smart move. The only reason if I were Cliff that I'd be wary about doing it is these people literally just voted you out last week. So and, and Nick had a good point. Nick is a very smart player, I think. He just aligned with the wrong people. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. If he were to stick with the six and not be so close with Bella, not trying to bash them, but he would have gone further in this game. He could have easily been in a Tommy spot. Yeah. I think definitely. in the very beginning, he was in a Tommy spot before he won HOH and before all that happened. Mm-hmm. And then Bella opened up her mouth. I just think that they could have been in a good spot. Yeah. So I see both sides of Cliff's sort of argument for why he decided to do the, do it this way. But personally, if I were him, I think if I had the chance to take a shot at somebody in that six-person alliance, I feel like now's the time to do it because it's getting down to a numbers game now, and he's losing numbers quick. Um, um, I wrote down what Nick said after Bella got put up as a replacement. He, mm-hmm. he said to the diary room, Cliff made the worst game move he could have ever made in this game. Yeah. If he was going to put Bella up, he should have at least let Christy use her power. Cliff literally had a chance to put up anyone that he wanted. That was his chance to make a move. Instead, he put up someone that tried to keep him safe. Does that make sense? No, because the six that voted you out will put you back up on the block and will vote you out again. It doesn't make sense. Exactly. And then it showed a clip of Cliff saying, Nick and Bella are a sinking ship. They are not my path to victory. So I thought that was kind of, huh. Like, I agree with Nick, but it would not have been best for Cliff's game at the moment. Yeah. I don't think Cliff is in a great position, but I think it would have brought him a little further down on the totem pole and maybe got him evicted another week or two earlier if he had made Chrissy use her power. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Cliff just didn't want to be enemy number one for forcing yeah. uh, Christy to use her power. So I get that. But at the same time, it's not good for the viewers, Cliff. We want to see you get out a big shot. Yeah, I think for the house it would have been a good move, but not for him. Mm-hmm. And I get that. But let's face it. I don't think he's, he's not going to win anyways. Yeah, he, he's not. He's not. He really not. Like, I know people go, why would you say that? Well, he's not going to. It's the science. He's not going to win. So then uh, we see Nick crying in the DR over Bella. And then we get like this moment with them too when they're like playing checkers. I think it was check chess, checkers, one of those games. And Nick is like, I don't think you're going to wait for me outside the house, blah, blah, blah. And if, uh, essentially they solidify that they are boyfriend and girlfriend and like they're going to continue their showmance outside the house. Do I think it will last? Honestly, probably not. Where do they live? Um, but I'm happy for them regardless. Uh, Nick is New York. Time? Nick is New York. I forget where Bella's from. Oh, I don't remember. i curious. But I did hear a rumor that Bella is planning to go live with Nick's mom 
And when she was evicted, he said to her, don't forget to call my mom. So I heard that. Interesting. Don't forget to call my mom. This is when we get to that moment where we kind of briefly touched on it before. But Cliff goes to Jack and Jackson and says that he wants to work with them, that no one will expect it. um, And that he thinks like this would be the best case scenario. And Christy also joins in on the conversation. And it seemed like, like you said, it seemed like they were receptive to it. And um, I think maybe he bought himself a couple extra weeks, but maybe that's about it. Yeah. Then we finally get Kat and Holly addressing that they know each other from outside the house, which this took forever to big for Big Brother to actually address on the show. But apparently they know each other from like the pageant world and modeling and stuff like well, that. They said that they didn't know each other. They they Holly said that she thought Kat was familiar, mm-hmm. but they never really knew each other. Like they never talked, they never really met face to face. Right. But they did follow each other on social media prior to the season because someone pointed that out like pre season. I have a feeling CBS knew that and they went, you know what? Put them together. Yeah, put them together. Maybe they'll find I want a show where Everybody has someone they know. It's happened before. And I want to see who tells people and who doesn't. Right. Like, if they're all going to keep it a secret, I think that'd be hysterical. Mm-hmm. If, like, half the house knew the other half of the house that came in, I think that'd be great. It has to be all enemies, though. That would be good. I don't know. Like, a Tamar and Candy thing? Yeah. So, like, will they work it out? Will they hate each other? Who but knows? I feel like if there were people that, like... Mm-hmm liked each other it would be more interesting because mm-hmm. the enemies would be like oh my god girl I don't like her and then they would know that they're not working with them yeah but you could pretend you hate the person and not actually I just feel like it'd be drama wise I think that could be hysterical to watch yeah, all the people knew each other and no one told anybody definitely like I just think that'd be great but Kat and Holly feel like they have to kind of like keep this on the DL. They want to keep it under wraps. They don't want anyone to know that they know each other, which I think is pretty smart. And then this shocked me. They made a final two. And the two yeah. of them actually seemed like pretty loyal to it. Like Kat seemed very loyal to it. But Holly was the one I was surprised about. Like in her DR, I expect her to be like, hey, I made this final two with Kat, but like I'm not going to stick with it. But she was totally like, oh, yeah, Kat and I, I think we can make it to the end. I was like, what? Okay. Yeah, very, very weird. I was like, I don't see that working out. Mm-hmm. But if they want to try, by all means. Hey, I would try. love to see. I would love to see Cat win Big Brother. So, uh, so then we get my favorite, favorite moment from the entire season. This episode, when Nick gets hit in the balls with the pool ball. That was so funny. I was dying, and Bella goes, "Did I pop a nut?" Oh my god. I'm so sorry. Did I pop a nut? I died. Too funny. Too funny. I feel like he kind of deserved it considering Nick hasn't been the nicest person in the house. And you know what? A little a little pool ball to the balls maybe is what he needed. So then Cliff gives us or gives gave me at least a little bit of hope that maybe Jack would leave the house because he tells Bella if you can campaign for yourself and make it work, go for it. If there's a tiebreaker, I will vote Jack out. Although I heard from live feeders that he was saying the opposite to other people. Um, but the fact that he, I heard him say the words, if 
it's between you and Jack. I'll vote Jack out. That gave me so much hope just to be very so much yeah. let down. All right. Um, I got to the bottom of Nick and Bella. Okay, let's hear it. They're both from New Jersey. Oh, two, yeah, yeah. Under yeah, yeah. two hours from each other, but she moved out to L.A. Gotcha. So there's potential yeah. there for a, for a future romance. But if I was going to give my assessment of the relationship, I don't know how long it's going to last. But we don't see. Well, no one thought Bailey and Swaggy were going to last. And look at them. Didn't he friggin' propose on live TV? Can't stand him. <laughs> I actually kind of like him postseason, but... That's besides the point. I don't know them postseason. I don't pay attention to them. Speaking of Bella, um, she campaigns for herself. And I actually think that her sort of pitch that she was giving to people was pretty good and pretty valid. It was all she was saying a lot of really true things. And she made a lot of apologies that she probably should have made a lot sooner. Um, But essentially, her campaign is that Jack is a bigger threat than me, but I'm still a bigger threat than you. I get it. Like, essentially, she's saying if you vote Jack out, you're getting out this, like, huge threat, this player who will probably win the game. But if you keep me, I'm less of a threat than Jack is because I haven't won any competitions. But I'm more of a threat than you, so I can be, like, a little shield for you. And I was like, actually, that's a very smart way to put it. That's the Um, best thing she could have said. Yeah. And I think... That I don't know. Had it had had this been a different cast, I think we would have seen Bella stay. But I think it was everyone's worst decision, except the people in that six, mm-hmm. to keep Jack. Yeah, biggest mistake ever. I think Cat. I mean, they just handed him the check. Jack, and then I think it would have been it would have been best in everyone out of the six to get rid of Jack mm-hmm. because of that sole reason to get rid of a big player. Everyone's gonna go after Bella. Mm-hmm. You don't see anybody going, Jess. Yep. Like, no one. Mm-hmm. No one is doing that. Right. Exactly. I just don't think going forward, if anyone in the six had won, it would have been good for Cliff's game. I mean, they might have... as well just sign the check in Jack's name right now because they're basically handing it to him. I don't think so. I think we still got time. It's just. I hope. I hope. It might have cost them the check. I hope I'm wrong. Not him. No. Uh, so then. We get this little aside with Cliff's family, the Cliff ma- Cliffomaniacs, Cliffdomaniacs, whatever the hell they call each other, call when he themselves. Said that, I thought he meant like fans. Yeah, <laughs> like like we're gonna means. meet the fans. I was like, oh is there a yeah. Group of them? When Julie, like, Julie was like, we're gonna meet the like Cliffomaniacs or whatever. I was yeah. like, did he have like a group of people with posters? Like I was very confused. I was like, <laughs> a riot outside the Big Brother lot. A cliffdomaniac. <laughs> just say that cliff, cliff. Like, that's what I thought. Nope, it's just Sharon. It's just Sharon, Sharon and Daniel and, and Kelly and Cliff's mama with her sunglasses on. Oh, my God. I actually loved this little hometown check-in, to be honest. At first, I was like, okay, they're giving us this filler with Cliff. But then they show him with funny. his fucking tinfoil hat doing the moon landing with Orwell. I was like, okay, that's hella funny. Then... Oh my god! When the kid was like, "I wanted to tell him to shut up." Like, was <laughs> it sounded very in. scripted. I was like, so funny though. It was funny, but it sounded so scripted. In that moment, I wanted to say to my father to shut up, close your mouth, and stop talking. But the best part was CBS with their shady ass edit, and I guess you missed this part. But 
His daughter is talk- it literally says the words, he's a lovable guy, people relate to him. She's singing his damn praises. I think that my dad has known he was an underdog from the second he got banished. He said, I'm the old guy, I'm gonna be a big target. I think my dad broke that trend by being himself. He is a lovable guy, and I think that people relate to him. Cut to a clip of Cliff in his underwear, shaking his ass at the camera, smacking his butt cheeks like, oh my god, I died. I was like, CBS is playing this girl, Kelly, right now, because she's over here saying, he's lovable, he's a great father, he's the best, and here he is, shaking his booty cheeks. I remember saying that. I don't know what I was looking to not not see this clip. (laughs) I was like, well, I'm really looking at the TV. Where was it? I'm pretty sure I retweeted the clip. So if you care to go back and oh, watch yeah. it, you can. I, I died will. laughing. Some people were like, oh my God, that's gross. I can't unsee that. And I was like, you know what? We love a good twerk. I don't care if it's Cliff or Kemi or Bella or Holly or whoever or Sam for that matter. We love a good twerk moment. <laughs> I laughed. Ugh. So then we get to the inevitable eviction, which I think we all saw coming. But before we talk about the votes, I wanted to talk about their eviction speeches. Uh, I appreciate Bella seemed really nervous at first, but once she got going, she said some good stuff. Um, She essentially called out the six shooters and was basically like her last plea. Like, you guys are making a mistake. Yeah, Yeah. you. She called out everyone but the six shooters. Yeah, we're all good. Yeah, she did. You're right. You're right. You're right. I go, wow, I wonder who they are. (laughs) Um, And a lot of you would be kind of naive to think that there isn't a majority of people who are kind of making the dominant decisions in this game, and that does not include Nick, Sam, Cliff, Jess, Nicole, Kat. Like, it doesn't include you guys. So if Jack stays here, he's going to rejoin that majority. They're going to pick you guys off one by one. And if I'm still here next week, I'm still going to be a target, which means you're going to be safe. She was just trying to save face by not naming them. But yeah, essentially, she... Save face while you're on the block, calling them out. Mm -hmm. Her eviction speech, I liked. Jack's was a bunch of bullshit, how he's thankful, blah, 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 hunky-dory. I thought that he was so, like, Kind calm. and formal and calm. Kind I'm here with like, air wow, quotes. If he acted like this all season. He would not be in this predicament. Mm-hmm. He but he, clearly, it took him a lot of work to be that kind because he said he practiced his speech like way too many times. So, well, so did Brett. But look how his came out. That's true. That's true. So we, then we get to the votes and. It was obvious. Basically, everyone voted to evict Bella except for Nick and Sam. I did you appreciate. Said, oh yeah, he said, was like, "Have a good to summer." Evict Jack, have a nice summer, Bella. I vote to evict Jack. Thank you. Bye, Bella. Have a great summer. I was yeah. like, so sad. It was funny, but it was sad. I was also. Like, Nick literally looked like someone just told him his dog died. His face was so pale. He looked so defeated. I was like, this boy is sick over this. But inevitably, Bella does go home. Oh, the other thing that I thought was funny was Kat. She goes, I vote to evict Mickey. I went, what? And Julie was like, uh. And she's like, just kidding. I vote to evict Bella. And Julie was like, I never know what to expect with you, but that's why I like you. And Kat was like, ooh, Julie, I like you too. I was like, oh my god. Oh my goodness. Hi, Catherine. Hi. Please cast your vote to evict. I vote to evict Mickey. 
Excuse me? I vote to evict Bella. You are a wild card. <laughs> That's why I like you. Uh, I like you too, Julie. Thank you. Bye. Uh, I so don't that was even know, man. If I ever meet someone and they are not upset, as upset as Nick was when Bella left, if I would ever leave, nope, not the one. Yep, no, no, no. I better see your pale ass face in there, all sad. And then she walks you out the door. To Julie Chen, all your yeah. depression issues. <laughs> he, she walks out the door, and he turns to Sam and just oh my God. starts bawling. It was sad, but like when he like threw himself on Sam, Sam was like, "Yeah." Sam was like, "Huh? I guess like, I can hug that you." That was now. kind of over the top, but yeah. not that he was um, crying, but the fact that he threw himself on Sam. Yeah. Was like, okay. Dramatic. You know, um, days. I do think. I do think it's a little bit dramatic when people go home and they act that way. But also from people who have been inside the Big Brother house, they say that you get so wrapped up in the game that like when someone's evicted, it literally feels like a death. Like it feels like you're in mourning. Yeah, Yeah, like it feels like you're in mourning. So I get it that like why he was so upset just knowing that like it's been 37 days with this girl 24-7. Now she's going to be gone and you still have, I can't do quick math, 60... If he makes it to the end, 67 Why days left. No, 67? No, 57 days left. I don't know. Don't don't uh, check my mind. A long time. But he's got a long time to go without her in the house. I so I do also, get it. I think it also didn't help that he doesn't have a lot of close friends in the house. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really talk to anyone. He just lost a group of people who he thought were his friends. Yeah. So it's kind of like the only person he thinks he really can trust is Sam. Yeah, that's and true. And even Sam is kind of like, I shouldn't be really associating with you, but, like, I'm gonna. Yeah. Which I appreciate Sam for that a little bit. Sam's a um, sweetheart. I like yeah. him. He's funny. Bit annoying, but we'll take it. Yeah. I agree. Um, so let me get her uh, Bella's exit interview. And I liked her the most preseason and during her exit interview. Um, she said, She said a lot of really intelligent things she said she regret regretted turning on nicole and after having time to think about it she realized that everything nicole said made sense and that um she hopes they can be friends outside the house nicole's speech was so sweet yeah it was i want to be friends with her she really is a sweetheart um julie calls out bella for being a snitch and bella was like honestly that was just me being bad at the game and i was like hey you know what i respect you for being self-aware Bella, we saw you get information. And to be blunt, <laughs> you couldn't keep it to yourself. Yes. <laughs> Why share that information? Was it strategy? Um, I think it's more what I mentioned to my fellow house guests is that I think it's so hard for me to trust people. And I thought, figured that, like, oh, if I had all this intel, then I could figure out, okay, if the majority felt this way, then I would just trust them. And it was kind of a way, it was not really intentional it was more just like oh well this person said this maybe this can help you and this can so it was really just me being bad at the game (laughs) um and julie also says good luck with your tiger mom and bella was like oh geez mama ain't ain't gonna be happy about whatever happens in the whatever happened inside that house most likely mama ain't gonna be happy that she's coming out of the house with a boyfriend but i guess we will maybe we'll find out from bella on social media what her mom thinks of everything yeah i don't know I don't know, man. I want to know. I want an update. Yeah, same. And this was the first time we saw goodbye messages because this was the first, like, legit 
eviction after Camp Comeback. I wonder what, like, decides this is when they're going to start doing it. Well, because before it was Camp Comeback, so there were no, there were no uh, goodbye messages. But Nick looked so defeated in his thing. And then he, like, says something in some language that she taught him, like Mandarin or something like that. And I thought that was cute. But, like, he looked so damn sad in his message. I was like, I'm about to start crying right now. And I don't even like these people. Isabella. Oh, no. If you're seeing this, I'm devastated right now. I literally love you. I can't say enough good things about you. I would be with you 1,000 out of 1,000 times. And as you taught me, ni Taiwan me la. That means you're perfect in Mandarin. The final thing that we see in this episode is the HOH comp, which obviously Cliff cannot compete in. It is an endurance comp called uh, Pose and Ivy. Um, And they have to hold on to the vines and not fall. And they have like these little things they put their feet in. Um, And there's also a little bit of a twist to it because if you fall, there's a potential you can get a poison ivy punishment. Because as you fall, you have to pull a chip out of like a box or whatever. And two people get this punishment, which we don't know what it is yet. Um, I thought it was really funny that Tommy was over there trying to see if he could do splits. I'm like, of course, oh my God, that was so funny. Broadway bitch over here is trying to do a split during the damn competition. Um, Sam says he wishes he never skipped like day, which I found funny. And of course, we see Jess fall, one of, or she's one of the first people to fall. And I don't know if you caught it, but right as the credits were rolling, Nicole fell, and my heart broke. Any any thoughts as to what the poison ivy like punishment stupid. could be? Outfits like Adam yeah. crap. Yeah, uniforms. But usually when it's a uniform, there's like something that goes along with it. Like remember Casey had that thing where she'd like stay in a room for a certain amount of yeah. time or whatever? So dumb. Whatever the thing went off, she had to stay wherever she yeah. was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I feel like so- it's gonna be something like that. The last thing that I wanted to mention um was that Julie also mentions that there is a field trip happening so she says three house guests get to go on a field trip voted on by america but it doesn't sound like it's a good thing because she says it puts one person's game on the line so i'm curious what this field trip is i'm excited for it because we get to vote on it and you best believe i'm gonna be voting every day maybe it's that person and they get to pick one person who's safe maybe i don't know man but i'm excited to find out what that is about Right? Do you think they'll do that on Sunday? Uh, no, it's that? not until it's not until uh, a week from now. It's not until Thursday. So it probably opens on Sunday. Maybe they probably start voting on Sunday and then they collect yeah yeah them yeah, and yeah. Go. yeah probably because huh. I don't think we find out. Don't think we find out the final verdict until Thursday. The other thing that I did want to mention, more of just like an overall, uh, sort of overarching theme of this season is the very prominent racism that's happening on the Mm -hmm. feeds but isn't being shown in the episodes. I've talked about it on past episodes before, but the most recent thing that has happened is Jack, who has been the culprit of most of the racist comments, made a comment about Bella. I think it was Tommy who said um, something like, the proof is in the pudding when they were having a conversation. And Jack said, yeah, the rice pudding. 
clearly a very inappropriate comment to make. I don't care how much you dislike Bella. It's never okay to make a comment that's racially charged like that. Um, doesn't matter how much you hate the girl. It's it's not a nice thing to say. And especially not a very good thing to say knowing that you're on live feeds for all of America to see. You're like on a TV show. Like I don't... Right. So CBS put out a statement with people. Uh, I don't know if you saw it or not. Basically saying that they know they've been getting a lot of backlash for the racism this season. And it doesn't reflect their views. And that casting didn't purposefully pick people who had these preconceived racist notions or whatever. Essentially, they put out this article to cover their asses. Um, However, I wish they would address it on the show because the casuals who don't follow anyone on Twitter, who don't watch any of the live feeds, who are not aware of anything that's happening outside of what they're seeing on the episodes, don't realize these people's true colors. And when it comes down to things like this field trip thing where it's in America's vote, those people who are voting who are just casually watching maybe are going to do things in Jack's favor when, honestly, I feel yeah. like he does not deserve it. Um, yeah, so I that's just, the that on that. Any other thoughts before we close out the podcast episode? Who do you hope to see winning HOH and who do you hope to see going home? I, I've said it before, but I really hope that Kat wins. Had I not seen Nicole fall right before commercial break, I would have said I wanted Nicole to win. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just think that nobody really knows what Kat will do. I don't even think Kat knows what Kat will do. Um, but I would love to see her win it. Uh, who would I like to see go home? Honestly, Jack. Besi- I was going to say besides the uh, obvious but Jack. If, if it's besides him. Um, Hmm. Christy? I feel like she's kind of running. Yeah, she's running a lot of people's games. Everything, and I just... I feel like she thinks she's in the right, and she's, like, the best person in her alliance, and I'm just... Over it. Yeah, so I would love to see Christy or Jack go, but... I want the floaters to stop being floaters, and if they're going to be floaters, like, Jess and Sis and Holly, go home. Mm Mm-hmm. You don't do anything. The hell out. All right. I think we're going to end it here. Christina, if anybody wants to find you on the socials, where can they find you to talk about all things Big Brother? Um, I think Twitter and Instagram. It's just at Christina Jascott, at my name. Sweet. Um, That's about it. And if you want to find me to discuss this podcast episode, the season as a whole, or how much you hate Jack, Use the hashtag OBrotherPodcast and you can find me everywhere at It's Me Breely. Thanks for listening. Bye.